In this week's episode, we talk about two opposite but often concurrent stories. Bringing hope and healing. It's your source for personal growth, mental health, and interesting ideas. Thoughtful Mind with Svee. Here's your host, Svee Hilsenrath. And welcome back to Thoughtful Mind with Svee. I'm your host, Svee Hilsenrath. One of the things that regularly happens when clients come to me for the first time is that they talk about wanting to get rid of a negative aspect of their life. They struggle with something like worry or depression, avoidance, stress. They come to me with a problem. They tell me a story of their life. And in narrative therapy, this is called the problem story. This is the story of the problem and how it operates in their life, how their problem whether it is anxiety or depression, worry, stress, trauma, operates on and affects the person that is sitting in the room with me. And when we talk about goals, when we talk about what the client hopes to experience and attain in therapy, often we are talking about the end of a problem, the end of a problem story. But there is a small difficulty with this. And to illustrate, let's say I say to you, After you leave work, let's get together for coffee. Okay, what are the odds that we're going to get together for coffee? The odds are actually very low because we don't know where we're going to meet. So I say, okay, no problem. We're going to meet for coffee in New Jersey. Still pretty low. Okay, uh, we're going to meet for coffee in Freehold, New Jersey. Okay, after work, we're going to meet at the Starbucks on the bottom floor of the Freehold Raceway Mall. Okay, now we're probably going to meet. When it comes to addressing mental health issues, when it comes to personal growth, it's often not enough to go away from the problem. It's very important to know what you are headed to. When you first, when you first start addressing the problem story, it's often hard to know where you want to go because the problem story is so all encompassing. The problem affects all aspects of your life. But as a therapist, I am constantly listening for a different kind of story, what we call the alternate, or, and I like this better, the preferred story. The preferred story is how the person wants to live their life as opposed to how they don't want to live their life. They don't want to live with the problem, but just getting rid of the problem is not enough. We have to flesh out and identify where we are headed. If the problem is gone, what does that open up for the person? If the problem is gone, what does that make possible for the client and in their life, in their work, in their family, in their love relationships, in their relationship with themselves? Is the problem stopping them from living a meaningful life? And if so, what is that meaningful life that they want to be living? How can we get to there? Just getting away from a problem is not enough. Many years ago, I read a book from a man who specialized in rescuing people from cults. And it was actually the second book that I had read on the same topic from two different people, and both of them had said the same thing, that the key component in rescuing somebody from the clutches of a cult was to provide them something else in their life that gave them meaning. One of the main reasons people get sucked into cults is because the cult provides meaning and purpose for their life. People often feel like they have no meaning or purpose in their life, and that makes them prey and vulnerable to getting sucked into a cult where they are taken advantage of, but at least given a sense of meaning. To ask somebody to go back to a life without meaning, without purpose, 
almost guarantees that they will get back into, get sucked back into the cult over a period of time. And so what people that rescue others from cults do is they make sure there is a sense of meaning, a sense of purpose that is on the other end for the person to go to, to feel whole again. Well, in the same way that cults often entrap and enwrap people completely, problems often completely take over our life. And once they're gone, it's important to have purpose beyond that. It's important to have something to work towards, to give meaning, a life that you prefer to live. Now, sometimes identifying the preferred story is easy. It's the opposite of whatever the problem story is, but that's not always the case. And in fact, there's a deeper and more subtle way of looking at this. A more true way of looking at this is that the problem story and the preferred story are happening at the same time. Only the problem story is so present in someone's life that it makes it almost impossible to see that a preferred story is happening at the same time. And so, for example, if I'm working with a woman and she says, I, I, I can't continue with my life like this. I struggle with anxiety and it just takes over my entire life. And we explore what anxiety is keeping her back from doing, what is holding her back from living. It turns out that she values being a mother. Well, the mother is the preferred story. Being a mother, being a parent, that is the preferred story. That's what she wants to be doing. Well, it's already happening. It's just being covered up by the story of anxiety. In fact, one of the most effective ways to combat problem stories is less about the problem story, more about expanding the preferred story in the person's life. If we can tap into that value of being a mother, we can expand that out and start to push anxiety away. We're making it sound like a short process. And sometimes it is. More frequently, it takes time. It takes patience. It takes failure to uncover and expand and thicken that preferred story. But in your own life, when you find yourself struggling, ask yourself, what is the problem trying to get me to ignore? What aspect of my life do I want to expand the problem wants to keep me down? How can I expand that aspect of my life to bring myself joy and happiness? We only get 168 hours a week, 24 hours a day, and much of it is spent sleeping. When we expand the preferred story, we rob the problem story of the time that we would have otherwise spent engaged in the problem. And so look at your life. What brings meaning? What do you want to be doing that you find yourself being held back from doing? Something that would bring purpose to your life. Identify that thing. Make it as clear as possible, as vivid as possible in your mind. Start to pursue it. And don't be surprised if the problem story starts to pull away. My teacher, Rabbi Nissen Kaplan, used to say, if you come into a dark room at night and you take a shovel and you try to shovel out the darkness, you're not going to get anywhere. You take garbage bags and you start to fill them up with darkness and you pull them out. Nothing has happened. If you light one small candle, you can illuminate the entire room. Find the candle in your life. Expand that. Live the preferred instead of the problem story. That's all I've got for this week. I look forward to seeing you next time, and until then, go out, believe in yourself.